Welcome to the Humble Beginnings Podcast on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Ed Martin. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. I am your host and game master, as always, Nate Borges. And with me tonight is my now regular crew for Humble Beginnings. And as we start off tonight, like we have been, going around and talking about what we're drinking. I am drinking a new one, for me anyway, that I was recommended to by a bunch of people. Stony Creek's Brewery Carpe Tium, made with Bigelow Tea supposed to be an American Hefeweizen with Earl Grey tea. So let's give it away to somebody else while I try this, because I'm eager to drink this. Dan? Hey, this is Danny Cam reporting to you live from my room. It's great. And I am playing Desmond Silver, the human arcanist. Tonight I'm drinking the Stiegel Rattler. I enjoyed it immensely last week, and I'm also double fisting like your grandma does. And I am also having a Sam Adams Golden Pilsner. You tap into that grandma, Dan. Ed? Tapping into Grandma. Uh, my name's Ed. I'm playing Ichabod, the half-orc inquisitor. Um, just to be clear, I'm not tapping into Grandma here. Uh, but I am having a uh, nice, southern comfort old-fashioned tonight. Quick side note, Ed. Every time I think of Soko, I think of peer pressure Ben in New Year's Eve. As you should. It's a traumatic experience. That's what happens. <laughs> It is. I will never go near it ever again. Kelly, what are you drinking, if anything? Uh, so, I'm Kelly Martin. I'm playing Timber, the gnome bard, and tonight I am drinking a blueberry down east cider. Yeah, no, I'm not, not not as classy as last week with the whiskey. No, it's fine. DJ loves the, the ciders, and he makes it a point every time to tell me that you got to flip them upside down because that's what it says on the can. And then you got to like tap it or and give it a gentle stroke on the side or something. I don't know. I don't listen to him after this, the first couple things he says because he looks ridiculous doing it. But anyway, DJ, what are you drinking? I am DJ Lombardo. I am playing Reggie Frostwalker, the human slayer. Uh, I'm just drinking water tonight. I had a couple at the bar earlier, so just calming down. And last but not least, I'd like to guess what Annie's drinking tonight, but I think I already know. Uh, hey, I'm Annie. I play Arden, the wyvern druid, and her animal companion, Phantasma. And yep, I'm still drinking Code Red, because still lame. And also, I just got home, so I need the caffeine. Very nice. So, just as a quick recap here... Last we left our intrepid group of heroes, they were going through the alchemist shop of Oral, or Van Oral, I should say. And as they made their way through, they triggered a trap, they found some people in the basement, they looted the place, and are now moving along, where they found the dead bodies of two of their compatriots that they just previously saved in the smithy. They've now come up to the Taproot Inn, and as I will say again, the two-story inn's walls are made of hewn timbers stained dark green, all capped with pine shake roof. 
a wooden statue of a rearing grizzly bear normally guards the front door, but now lies on its side, its head broken off and missing. War cries and breaking glass can be heard from inside. Shadows on the windows indicate a number of figures moving within the room. So I would like you all to roll for initiative, and though you're not in combat yet, I would like you all to move in initiative order. And if you'll join me on roll 20. Okay, let's go for initiative. Ichabod, what do we get? Got a four. Ooh, that's not the greatest. Desmond. Twenty. Twenty, very nice. Arden. Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. Timber. Uh, four. Four, uh, And Reggie. Five. Five. Interesting. Okay, I had four and five swapped for Timber and Reggie. And we're gonna go ahead here. Desmond, you're up first. All right, let me see here. Uh, that's 30 feet, I believe. You can take a double move if you want and move twice your distance. Uh, I'm gonna hold off here because one, I mean, I'll just ready my crossbow in case somebody comes out the door. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Arden, you're up. Okay, so I'm gonna just kind of follow him, and Phantasma's gonna follow me, so we're just gonna hang out there. Okay, sounds good. Let's see. Stuff is happening. Reggie, you're up. Ah, cool. I'll just move up here. Like I said, the music and the initiative, you guys aren't actually in combat yet, but I don't want you all to be like, we rush in the door and three of you are still standing on the road, you know? I'll move there and move on. I'll have my dagger ready to throw. You're going to throw your dagger? No, I still have my ready, my dagger ready to throw. Okay. Timber and Ichabod. I'm just trying to figure out where exactly 25th. So I think I'm going to, yeah, I can pretty much move up to where everybody else is. So that's what I'm going to do. And um, I will have my short sword ready, I think. Okay, and Ichabod? I'll move up uh, off to the left here. Okay, so the party has basically just moved up about 20 feet from the road to the front of the building. None of them are at the door yet, about 10 feet away from the door. It is round two. Desmond, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna move up to the door. I have my crossbow ready. I'm gonna open the door. Uh, through the crack, does the hobgoblin see me? I'm gonna roll a perception for him. Probably not, based on what I just rolled. <laughs> Alright. I kinda look at the party members and nod that there's a hobgoblin, and I am going to take a shot with my crossbow. You actually can't because it is a standard action, I believe. Or a move action, but you moved up too far anyway, so whether you used a moved and whatever. You open the door, you can't take a shot. I thought I read it last round. Yeah, but that was for last round. This is a new round. It needs to be recocked every round even if I, if I don't shoot it? A readied action triggers within the round. Okay, I guess I'm just going to stand there. Well, it, your crossbow is ready to fire. You just don't have enough actions to fire it. Oh, okay. I thought it was a ready. I thought it was a move action to reload it. It is. Your your. So what I'm saying is your your crossbow is loaded and ready to fire, and you had it that way last round. 
but you moving up and opening the door took all of your actionable economy. You don't have another action available to fire. Done. Uh, why am I in the wrong screen? Arden, you're up. I'm just gonna, like, come up to the other side of him and, like, stay here. Phantasma comes with. Okay. Very exciting rounds here. Now I need to, like, I need to freaking unzoom this. Oh my god. This other hobgoblin that you see inside here, so looking inside, let me give you a little flavor for anybody that can't see it yet. Inside the taproot inn, you see a massive fireplace and the horns of roughly two two dozen elk make up most of the bar's decor. The inn is big enough to accommodate dozens of locals and travelers, but the bar room has been destroyed, with its tables and chairs smashed and dozens of bodies lie dead on the floor. Inside, you can see two Iron Fang soldiers tossing the room. So, Arden, are you doing anything else? No. Okay. So, the second hobgoblin that is in the room that looks to be behind the bar that I think only Arden can see is... uh, made the perception check to see Arden because nobody rolled stealth, and is going to call out in Goblin. Does anybody speak Goblin? Desmond I do, does. I think. Yeah, I do as well. I figured you do, so. Well, I figured, or I knew both of you did, so. You hear him say, Look out, there's somebody at the door. Okay, Reggie, you're up. I'm going to stand on the other side of the door, so if they come out, I can... Well, not that way. I want to be right here. When I come out, I'll be able to use my stick attack on my turn for flanking damage. Do you want to jump in that water trough just in case you, you know, catch on fire prematurely? I hate you. (laughs) 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 Maybe, yeah, I'll actually jump in the water trough. I'm not even aiming that way. Like, come on. Chances are it'll still get you, man. Yeah, chances are. It's that underwater fire. Yeah, ugh. Living in a world of fantasy, Nate. Shit's possible. I'll end my turn. Timber, you're up. Uh, so since I would have heard the uh, hobgoblins talking, I'm going to... If I um, if I switch what weapon I have in my hand, does that count as my action? Or... It would count as a move action, but okay, so putting I can't... away your weapon properly would uh, count as a move action, but if you just take out another weapon, it's a free action. Okay, yeah, because so since I know that they're in there, I'm going to switch and have my crossbow out instead. And since I'm going to assume that we're probably about to get into a fight, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Bardic Inspiration, like yell to everyone and be like, like... Hey, I definitely hear someone in there, but we're gonna kick their asses, right? And like, we can do this, and and give everybody cast use my bardic performance there to give everybody. So, uh, correcting myself, if you just drop your bow and or I don't want uh, I don't want to lose your... my short sword. I I just am going to have better luck attacking with um. No, no, I I got you. I'm just saying. So the way the economy works in this game is for you to take out another weapon if you wanna it costs a move action to do anything with a weapon 
If you just want to drop your short sword and take out your bow, that would be a free action plus a move action. If you want to put away your short sword properly and take out the bow, that is two move actions. I mean, I don't necessarily want to drop it on the ground because I'm afraid I would be I would forget to pick it up. So I would probably want to put it away. Okay, so then you would not have enough actions to do the bardic inspiration then. Uh, okay. And I would have I would have to drop the short sword in order to take out the crossbow or no? No, you can put away the short sword, but it would take a move action to put it away. It's a move action to take out your bow no matter what. That's always a move action. Okay. I'll just I'll just I'll tell you what, Kelly. I was going to say I'll remind you to pick your short sword up. All right. In that case, I will th- drop the short sword, take out the crossbow and still perform bardic my bardic performance or just that. No, nope, that'll work there. Okay, so if work. everyone can activate their bardic inspiration courage on their hero lab, that gives everyone a plus one on attacks, plus one on damage, and plus one on saves versus fear. And Ichabod, you're up. Okay, so I'm not going to have enough movement to get into the building, but I can... I can cast resistance on whoever's going in first. So this is an interesting thing. Is everybody expecting the wizard to go in first and be the tank? (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't sure who was going to be our our, uh, first one to bust into the room. (laughs) Reggie's going in first. As he's currently underwater. Yeah. Alright, so I can move... Oh, he's going in from a naval incursion, Navy SEAL style. It's going to be so worth it. Yes, yes, that sounds perfect. (laughs) I want to catch on fire, so... So, we're not in combat yet, right? Uh, You pretty much are about to be. They noticed you and saw you, so shit's about to go down. Yeah, so I I guess my my question is, can I still double move? Oh yeah, you can always double move, but you can't do anything else if you double move. Shit. Alright, then... I'm just going to go over and cast Resistance on Desmond. Because he's right in front of the door. Cool. Round three. Two exciting rounds we've been through, folks. Well, I will definitely take a shot at Hobgoblin 1. I got him in my sight. Except it's not your turn. I've had this crossbow. You've been going first, but I've been moving Hobgoblin 1, who actually rolled higher than you on initiative. I just haven't been telling you what he's been doing, because the door's been closed. Ah, okay. So he's actually going to right in front of the door, to the right of the door. Now it is Desmond's turn. Can Uh, can you see him? Yes, I can. He's going to get partial cover, because he's about halfway covered. He's five feet away. Uh, I am aware. Uh, 11. 11 does not hit, whether partial cover or not. That's it for me. So, as you fire your arrow, it goes right past him, and it sticks into a random wall in the back of the inn. You're losing a lot of arrows this way. Nothing I can do about it. Are you actually ticking down your arrows on your sheet? Yeah. Awesome. Arden, you're up. All right, does Arden have to go before Phantasma, or is that kind of interchangeable? 
nope, you can move them however you want, and, the, and the, they act on the same turn, so. Okay, so Phantasma sees this, this guy as a threat, and he's going to run up and bite him. Okay, that sounds very feasible. Where's Phantasma moving? He's going to go inside the door. By the way, I think the cat is your tank. I think you might actually be right. I think Phantasma actually is the highest armor and most health. So he's going to try and bite him. Good luck. By that, I mean you probably will. Uh, bite. Where is it? There it is. That's a tw- unnatural 20 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. And... Four plus one is five points of damage. Five points of damage as Phantasma sinks his teeth into Iron Fang number one by the door. What's Arden doing? Uh, when Phantasma runs up there, I'm going to go with him. Because where he goes, I go. Okay. Pile into the room, everybody. And I'm going to come around this side. And try and stab him with Stabby my stab. dagger. So... That's a natural 20. Ooh. Plus Go to two. confirm. Roll again with the same modifiers. That's a 19 plus 2, so 21. So that is a confirmed hit. So you do not have to roll damage because per my house rule... Oh, wait. No, you do. Yeah, you, you roll damage. I'm confusing my own damn house rule. Okay, that's a 2 plus 2 is 4. And you roll twice because it's a crit. With a dagger, you said? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's a two D4. times. D4 twice, and then add, or and then double your modifiers. Okay, wait, stop. Modifiers now plus four, since it's plus two? Yeah, let's see here. So your dagger attack is 1D4 plus two. So in total, you want to roll 2D4 plus four. Okay, so I rolled a total of five on the die. Okay. Plus four is nine. So nine. Okay, so nine points of damage as you find, like, a weak point between his armor and stab at him. Yeah. Take that, some bitch. Dude, that'd probably help if I do the correct number there. Okay, so you get a good shot in him, and you definitely hit a vital organ. He's still up, but he's in a lot of pain. Good. Bitch. Okay, it is number two's turn, who's behind the bar, and he's gonna take... Not that he saw, but he's going to take a book out of, or a page out of Timber's book that she's writing, and he's going to drop his weapon and shoot his longbow. Let me guess, at the big green dragon bitch that just stabbed his buddy? That would be correct, because you're mostly in his way. Ooh, and that is an 18 to hit. On Arden, that will hit, yeah. Okay, so that is only... Four points of damage as an arrow sinks into your shoulder. Ouch. Mm-hmm. Reggie, it's your turn. Now you can go in first and oh, save the day. Yeah, not, not going in first anymore. I'll move in if I can. Oh, cool. A bunch of space. You're standing on the dude. Am I standing on the dude? Yep. Yep. I don't think I can get by him, can I? Well, you can make an acrobatics check to get by. I'll gladly make an acrobatics check to get by. 16. That probably does it. Let me double check his... No, it actually does not. So he stops me from getting by? 
He noticed you. <laughs> you st- he st- bleh. You still get by, but he takes an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay, okay. At least you're not on fire. So he's going to take a slice. He takes out his flaming sword. What? Son of a bitch. <gasps> Why? <laughs> that is an 18 to hit. That hits me. Yeah. Wait, was it really a flaming sword? No. I was going to say, wait a minute. I didn't eat. No, not cool. Awesome. That's eight points of damage as he slices at you as you try to, you know, slide by him in this miraculous move. You still get behind him there. Cool, I'm attacking Reggie, him twice are you dead? now. No. Are you dead? I'm close to it. I am too. Uh, uh, my turn. It is your turn, yes. Yeah. Ugh, hopefully I get a crit because I want to kill this guy. Oh, I did. I got a 19. <laughs> On the dice roll. And, then and I, is that in your crit range for you? Yep, for my short sword. Do you want to confirm it? So, yeah, please move to confirm. Uh, 17 plus 1. So 17 plus, will confirm. Cool. And that's my sneak attack plus my? Uh, yeah, so with the short sword, it, for you it would be 2d6 plus 4. And then, just so you know, and everybody knows, sneak attack damage does not get multiplied. It's what's called precision damage, so that just is always static. 10, 15, 19 damage. So 19 points of damage. So as you flip around this guy and slip around the side of him, did you say 19? Yeah, 19 points of damage. Nope, I'm just making sure. Uh, and I get if it doesn't kill, I have my dagger to, to hit him with after. Oh, no, that, that killed him. That very oh, much oh, killed him. Okay. You, okay. you slipped around him and stabbed him in his already bleeding like liver that Arden stabbed him in. And he's done. Tag team, bitches. Cool. I end my turn. Timber, you're up. There's still one more hobgoblin in the room that's firing arrows at people from behind the bar. All right. So I'm still nowhere near the door because I used my action last time to, to bring out the... Uh, and you have tiny little legs. Yeah, that too. Uh, so I'm going to drop the Bardic Performance, so that should still be good for two more rounds, right? Yes, because you it? have Lingering Performance. Yep. So I'm going to drop that, um, and I'm going to move 20 feet towards the door, I think. Let me see. Where's 20? Where's 20 feet going to get me? Uh, 20 feet will get me right to the door, or right... I'm going to move right to the left of Desmond. Okay. Ichabod, you're up. Unless Timber's doing something else, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure that's about all I can do, so. Yeah, I don't think you have a... Well, you could take a shot at the Hobgoblin. You can see him fully. All right, then I'll take a shot at him, too, if I can. I didn't think you had that angle, but I just double-checked. Okay, so let me see. Uh, 13 on the die... Do I add a... What do I add for that? Um, is it plus four for the crossbow? Uh, it is your dex modifier. See, dex is plus two, but I'm looking at uh, Hero Lab right now, and I see a plus four. I'm not sure what that's what the plus four is on Hero Lab. Bardic Inspiration? For, uh, for, li- for Light Crossbow? Is that with Bardic Inspiration? Is that what that is? Yeah, it would add everything in there, so... Okay, because uh, next to the crossbow, it's got the little picture of a bow and arrow, and then it says plus four in yellow. Is that to hit? 
Right, yes. Okay. Yeah, the plus four, that would be it. All right, so I'm 13. just trying to think where all your comes from. Yeah, 13 plus four, so 17 to hit. Yeah, 17 will hit. Roll damage. 1d6 plus one for you. This is the first time I've hit anything. Oh, wait, the second time. First time. Go, Timber, go! Go, all Tiny right. Bards. I rolled a six, and then you said plus one. Is that what you said? Yeah, so seven, so seven. points of damage on Woo. Hobgoblin number two. As Oh, God. I just changed something I shouldn't have. Oh, well. Uh, Ichabod, it's your turn while I try to get this straightened out. Okay. I would like to move inside the building. Um, so am I allowed to move through allied squares? You can, yes. Okay. Fantastic. And there's no penalty, even though I keep getting that wrong on our other show. Okay, and then... And then, could I, um, acid splash the goblin behind the bar? Yes, you have to make a ranged touch attack, I'm pretty sure. So you have to roll, uh, some ranged touch attack, so if it's just anything, like if you have a, uh, a ranged weapon equipped, it'd be the same modifiers. Yeah, my spike chain... Well, no, that's a melee uh, yep, weapon. Yep, gotcha. Okay, so if I, that's a plus two short bow. Okay, so then... So I'm just rolling the d20 and then... Oh, hero lab just blew up, but it's a plus two. No, I just... Yeah, it's still a plus two. I just changed it because you had three weapons equipped. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps telling me that, and I keep on clicking it, and it doesn't. So, in any case, 15... Plus two, 17. 17 will hit. And then I'm going to roll for damage. 1d3, right? So you can roll a d4 and 4 is re-roll. Or roll a d6 and, you know, 1, 2, 2, 3, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. You just said a lot of stuff, mate. I'm, I did. So I got a, a 2 on the first roll. What first roll? There's only one roll. Yeah. On the, on the D3. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, you have a D3? No. No, I don't. Yeah, I rolled. <laughs> they do exist. <laughs> yeah. I was just shocked that you had one. No, I don't. If you rolled a 2 on a D4, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, then you rolled okay. 2 points of damage. The only yeah. thing that would happen is if you rolled a 4 on the D4, it would be a reroll. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So two points of damage as you acid him. Where do you want to acid him? In the face? You're muted, but I definitely heard you say yes in the face. Yes. In the face, he's going to pop his head up or something like that, and I'm just going to get him right in the eye. Okay. Desmond, you're up. All right. I'm excited for this plan. Now you're up first because the other guy's dead. All right. I'm going to try to squeeze through here. That's what? Five, ten. So none of you will get this because it's not a reference we use when we played our star wars DD game our character josh or our player josh and his character played a wookie and he would routinely stand in the middle of doorways and shoot people with his you know stupid gun so in this situation we like to call this wookie in a hallway where we're all crowded some fucking thing and nobody can get by well i'm gonna squeeze through and because i moved i can't reload my crossbow so I will just gently place my crossbow at my feet and throw an acid splash at this uh, Hobgoblin 2. Sure. So there's a ranged touch attack. I rolled a 16. 16 will hit. Nice. For 
two points of damage. Another two points of damage as more acid gets splashed on this guy. And who said cantrips can't be useful? Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> That's all I've got. Congratulations, everybody. Arden, you're up. Alright, so again, I think Phantasma's gonna take the lead on this one. Would Ichabod like to start looting the bodies? I want to. I was gonna ask, but I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Phantasma can move, like, really, really far. So, I'm going to have him, he's pissed off, and he's going to go over here and try and bite him. Okay. Ichabod, you just need to get your sleight of hand up high enough so that you can loot people's bodies while they're still alive. I believe that's called pickpocketing, Nate? Yeah, sleight of hand. I'd rather just go over the corpses. Ah, okay. Murder hobos. That's a 16 plus 3, uh, 19. That will hit. This guy is not having a great day. He got up early this morning, he had to go invade this town, now he's in this shithole bar, and now he's getting eaten by a cat. While he got acid thrown in his face twice. <laughs> and 3 plus 1 dive. for 4. 4 damage. 4 points of damage. Okay, so he's still alive somehow, but he is not happy about it. Okay, well, Arden. I guess he's happy about being alive, but he's in a lot of pain. I'm going to have Arden move, like, up to the bar. Belly up to the bar. And try and, um... Order a drink? No, attack him. Hold on. Do you want to see if they have Code Red? Shut up. No bar has Code Red. I'm going to chuck my javelin at him from from across the bar. Uh, Okay. I'm just trying to picture what that looks like, and really, like you would just stab him with a javelin. But I like the idea of just throwing the javelin. Well, I can't get close enough to him to be like right up against him. So yeah, we've seen like I'm four people to, like, get harpooned in the chest so far. Like that's yeah. that's a thing. <laughs> I have a minus one, but I rolled a nineteen, so it's still an eighteen. That will hit. Awesome. Wait, I thought you only have that javelin because of a spell. Is that? Yeah, I put it on your hero lab just so you knew what it was, but it's only because of a spell. Okay, then I can throw the dagger at him. Yeah, that'll actually work too. So I mean, I rolled an 18 and that's a plus 2, so it yeah. still still would be an unnatural 20. It's just a different dice for the damage. Yeah, you didn't have a weapon out, did you? Nope. Oh, no, you did. You, you stabbed him before. Oh, I have the dagger in my hand then. Yeah, so, so it makes way more sense you would just throw it sense. at his face now. Yeah, okay, so rolled a... Th- Three on the die plus two is five. Five points of damage. Where would you like to throw this dagger at him? Because he's dead. In the same eyeball that Ichabod hit him with the acid to start with. Oh man, that's so mean. I'm done with these fucking hobgoblins, dude. Like I'm done. Yeah, why does that mean? You are they are terrorizing. <laughs> there are dead people all around us, you and you're like that's me. Eye. He killed. Countless unnamed people. Yeah, well, yeah, out well, of the back room. Son of a bitch. This guy is going to step out and stab Phantasma. No! Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. shit. Hold on, I got to double check. That, that could be a crit. Probably no. not. It is. 19 to 20. 19 on the die. Oh, I Son didn't of think a they bitch. were. Okay, let's move to confirm. 
that's not going to be a confirm with a two, so I just roll normal damage. I get all excited there for nothing. Uh, that's only four points of damage to Phantasma. Okay. As that dude steps out of the back room in the back east of the bar. Reggie, you're up. Go ahead, Reggie. Okay, I'm just going to take my uh, second Cure Light Wounds potion that I was given to by Dan. I mean, uh, by uh, Desmond, and I'm like, thanks for this. Okay, 1d8 plus 1. And are you moving, or is that your turn? No, I'm going to stay in the staircase. Chug a potion. Actually, that would be your whole turn to pull it out. and Yeah, so, Timber, you're up. Uh, I'm going to... Move As a reminder, now that that guy is engaged in melee, it is a minus four if you try to shoot him again. But you also have to reload your crossbow. Oh, no, you have a regular bow. From So is Hobgoblin 2, is that the one that's still alive or no? No, he's dead. I haven't marked Okay, him. so I can't see the I can't see the new guy anyway. So oh. I'm going to move into the building because I'm the only one still outside. I am having trouble getting myself through this door. You have to move through the actual door. I thought I was, but I know I'm lagging a little bit today. So, oh, I think I made it into the building. All right, we'll just stay there because that's that's good enough. Um, okay. And you said it would be a minus four to hit if I went after the hobgoblin? Yes, because he's currently engaged in melee with a friendly combatant. Um, well, right now I still have a plus four, so a minus four would just be a straight roll. So mm -hmm. if I go for him, am I at risk of hitting anybody in the party? You are if you roll like a one. I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to hit him. The only people at risk here are Arden and Phantasma because they are both in the line of fire. Yep, notice that. Uh, thirteen on the die again. So that's gonna be a miss. So an arrow comes flying by and sticks right into the bar next to Arden. Ichabod, you're up. I'm going to uh, move up a couple spaces away from Arden and splash this guy with acid. I won't, I won't make it over to him this round. We're going back to the well again. Roll your range touch attack. Please don't miss. Got an eight. Eight is going to be a miss. So on Damn the it. wall behind him, it is now searing with acid. There's probably a mirror back there. Round five. Desmond, you're up. Desmond is going to uh, hawk a loogie in his glove and throw an acid splash as well in this guy's face because I try my crossbow. Uh, 13? 13 will miss. I don't get anything. I don't get any bonuses with that. It's just straight d20, correct? Uh, you do get bonuses. You, It's your ranged attack bonus. Uh, help a brother out. What am I looking for? Oh, plus one, so 14. Oh, interesting. So you still missed, but I was just doing some quick reading. Acid Splash is a ray, a ranged touch attack, and since you can take weapon focus into rays, it then counts as a weapon and is subject to the penalties of shooting into melee without the required feat. So you would take an additional minus four, but you missed without the minus four anyway. Splendid. 
So, doesn't matter, but just so we all know, firing acid at your party members not, not at the greatest the ideas. Party member, the goblin attacking them from behind. Excuse me, he is a hobgoblin. They're all the same, you know what? Filthy hobs. Arden, you're up. Uh, Phantasma's gonna turn around because turn this around, thing. Kitty. No. Stop. You're not the bard, Nate. I will be soon, but that's for another time. And he's gonna try and bite this guy. Because he's pissed now that he he hurt him. That's an 18 on the die. 19, 20, 21. That'll hit. Okay. D4. 3 plus 1 is 4. 4 points of damage on this hobgoblin. Awesome. 1, 2, 3, and 4. And what is Arden doing as this guy gets a bite taken out of him? Arden sees this guy try and kill Phantasma and comes over to him and is going to hit him with whatever she has because her dagger's in that other guy's face right now. Well, yeah, actually, you'd have to take another move action to pull out another weapon. Okay, so then I'm just going to pull out my sickle and, like, stand there menacingly over him, I guess. I like this plan. So it is his turn. He's going to take another slice at the kitty because the kitty just bit him. Ooh, that may not get you. Let's see. Uh, that is why can't I find his to hit? That is an 18. Nope. Miss. Okay, so as he goes to attack the cat, swings right over the cat, and he's going to take a five-foot step back, which five-foot steps do not provoke attacks of opportunity. Lucky bastard. Reggie, you're up. Reggie, get off your phone. Hey, did that guy leave the room? Yeah. Oh, not Reggie. The, the hobgoblin. Yes, he backed up into the room he came out of. Uh, while they're fighting up there, I'm going to do a quick reception check of the room to look for clues and stuff. Is that okay? Yeah, let's split up, gang, and look for clues. I don't see nothing. I got a one. <laughs> yeah, you're aware <laughs> there's a dead hobgoblin in front of you. <laughs> Welcome to my true crime podcast. Let's look for clues. I'll end it there. Probably shouldn't be wearing sunglasses indoors, Reggie. Timber, you're up. I got too much fire in my eyes. Okay, um... Nobody set you on fire yet, bro. I'm going to... the same day. Move a little bit further up so that I can see where the hobgoblin went. Yeah, you all would have been kind of watching this. You know he backed up into that room. Just because you can't physically see him doesn't mean you don't know he's not there. I think I used too many negatives there. I don't know why I'm having so much trouble moving my piece today. It's a lot like... Oh, because technically these tables are obstacles in the room, so you have to move around them. Oh, okay. Because I was saying, every time I've tried to move, I've had like some sort of like weird lag, not moving issue. It's my little touch of realism. In our fantasy world, that doesn't make sense. Then I'm trying to move here, if I can. Oh, there we go. All right. I still can't see the guy, but that's where I'm moving to. Are you doing anything? Um, 
No, because I can, like, maybe see a small piece of him in the doorway, and that's it. And so I'm probably not going to hit him anyway. So I'm just going to stop here. Okay. And it being round five, that is now three rounds of Bardic Inspiration. I would like everyone to take it off of their hero lab because it ended now. Ichabod, you're up. Okay. I'm going to move as far as I can to get up to Hobgoblin 3 and that doorway. Okay, Wookiee in the hallway. I, yeah, I'm not sure what else to do. I mean, I could have checked that fireplace, which I still really want to go back and do, but there'll be time for that. Oh, Maniri. Yeah. So, um, well, with that, I can see this guy. Am I allowed to splash acid? from room to room you are and in fact because he is not engaged with melee with everyone you do not take a penalty that's what I'm talking about and you can see more than 75% of him so he has no cover bonus yeah. uh, 19 so 19 plus one. it's a dirty 20 that will hit give me some acid damage one one point of acid damage. So you splash him on his arm, and you just hear a sizzle from the other room. Oh, and before I'm done, can I uh, duck down or drop prone? Because I feel like everyone's just going to start lobbing shit. I'm going to give you the crouch. You can't go prone, because I think that's actually part of a thing. But I'll, I'll give you a crouch. Okay, very good. Okay, round six, Desmond Silver. All right, Desmond is going to move around here. I think you're stuck on the tables. And he's also going to, you know, sling some snot at the hobgoblin. I think when this is all done, you'd better go see the town physician about that snot. Listen, this is all I have. It's infected. My my crossbow is back, like, by the front door. I can't grab a... I can't grab a staff because that takes an action. I don't want to go in this like 15 rounds just every single time I switch a weapon. So I'm going to roll this. That should hit 16 plus 1, 17. Does in fact hit. All right. Roll a d3.com. Three points of damage. Take that shit. Max damage on the acid splash. Where do you hit him with acid for three points of damage? Right in his face. Like Spider-Man. Okay. Arden and Phantasma. Okay, Phantasma's now real uber pissed. So, he's going in after this guy. But, like, around the door. So, there. And he's gonna, again, try and latch on and bite him. 18 plus 3, 21. That will hit. Does this cat ever miss? Three plus one is four. Four points of damage. Black cats, usually unlucky, but not this one. I do not like cats. I love cats. Deal with it. Somewhere behind Kelly, there's a cat. Yeah, probably. Arden, what are you doing? Also going after him. And I have my sickle already in my hand, so I'm going to... That's right, you pulled it up. Like, is that a stab type deal, or is that more like a slash type deal? I don't remember off the top of my head. What does Cause it, it says? Because it says S, so is it slashing? slashing. Mm-hmm. Oh, because P is piercing. Got it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those uh, are the same from 5th edition to this. 
14 plus 1, 15. 15 to hit does not hit. Damn it. Missed. Okay. Giant wyvern in the hallway. Yes. It is that hobgoblin's turn right now. And he's coming after me. Actually, what he's going to do is he's going to take a five-foot step back, and he's going to open the door, which provokes an attack of opportunity from Phantasma. Okay, so what do I do on that? I've never had this happen before. Roll a regular attack. One attack. For, like, bite? Yeah. Again, 18. That'll hit. That is a four on the die, plus one is five. And he was looking to run, for those that people can't see, he was looking to run out the door behind him was the door he opened. Unfortunately, he pissed off a a big Black Panther-esque creature that was not having that. He did, and Phantasma killed the creature. Killed the Hobgoblin. Ripped his throat out. Said, Mm -hmm. Why the hell was he running? Victory! Okay. Is it time... Time to loot the fireplace now? You can loot the fireplace now. I'm just trying to put on some actually appropriate music. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, so what are you guys doing? There's a whole floor here, so Ichabod wants to look in the fireplace. Roll me a perception. 23. 23. As you poke around in there with all the soot and ash and, you know, semi-burnt logs and it looked like there was probably a nice fire going earlier in this inn. You know, it is the market festival. You don't find anything of use. Can I take another check around the building? You want to make a general perception around the room? Yeah, I want to look for, like, any material or anything. Does this include checking the hobgoblins? Yes. Okay. It is a 23. Okay, does anyone have that bag of holding up that they can write all this into? That I worked so hard on to... It's not really a bag of holding, but it just makes it easier. It's like a spreadsheet of holding. Uh, I'm working on that right now. One second. Sounds great. What do we have? Okay, so between the two bodies, or the three bodies, I should say, uh, you find three long swords, three short uh, long bows, 45 arrows, three studded leather armor, three light steel shields, and a ring. Okay. Uh, Looking at the ring, can I identify what it is? You can detect magic. It is indeed magical. If you would like to identify it, you need to roll a spellcraft. Now, before you roll, does anyone want to help him, or does anyone want to make separate rolls? You can only roll once per day on it if you fail. Uh, I look at Timber, knowing that she can cast magic as well, and say, help me out with this. All right, so what do I have to roll if I want to help? Just a d20. You roll a d20, adding all your modifiers for spellcraft, so it's under your skills, and you have to, for aiding, you have to beat a 10. Can I assist as well? If you have the spellcraft skill, yes. I have spellcraft, yes. Then you, you can attempt to aid. Uh, why do I not see spellcraft on my skills? We might not even need your help. I rolled the 19 natural 19, so 26... And I got a, a 14. Did not take so. spellcraft. Okay, so you got one aid from Ichabod. While you're sitting there going, ooh, this might be... He's sitting there going, no, 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 no. That's, uh, it's, it's one of those things. It's the stuff. So you correctly identify this as a ring of jumping. We need to give it to Timber because she's little. And give it to the cat. 
Would I know what a ring of jumping does? Yes, as I look it up because I can't remember the actual wording. I think it just helps on acrobatics checks. In that case, give it to Reggie. This ring continually allows the wearer to leap about, providing a plus five competence bonus on acrobatics checks. So, like I said, maybe Reggie well, needs Well, actually, to... sorry, I neglected. Acrobatics checks to make high jumps or long jumps. So, not on getting out of the way of shit. Still take it. I, I, I announced to the group uh, what this thing is. Ichabod kind of looks around and he's like, fucking cares. I just put it in my pocket for right now. I don't think anybody wants it, but I think Reggie Reggie or Timber might want it more than I would. I don't bounce around like a, like a fucking jackrabbit. I do. I jump around a lot, but I don't really need it right now. Just, just put it on. I got to. I guess I'll do it. Fine. It looks good on you. Okay. Okay, then. Thank you. Uh, while we're still in the room, can I go pick up the arrow that I missed with and grab that back again or no? Nobody's ever mentioned this before, and I kind of hinted at it earlier with Dan saying you guys have fired arrows and such. If you fired any arrows in this area, you can roll a 50% chance to recover the arrow. That means whether you find it or you pick it up and it's unusable again, whatever the reason. So. All right. Well, in that case, I had shot two. One of them ended up in a guy and one of them missed. So would I it's be just going for the one that, that missed or am I trying no, to grab the one? Just roll 50% once for what roll, you do. Roll d20, sorry. Yeah, uh, however you want to do a 50%. I Flip rolled a, a 16 on a d20, so whatever you want to call yeah, that. Yeah, you get both your arrows back. Cool. Uh, my bolt is destroyed. I can't use it. What about my dagger that I stuck in that guy's eye socket? Oh, yeah, the dagger's just fine. You don't have to repair a dagger. You can just pull it out of him. I just have to go, like, grab it and stick it back in my side. So while you guys are kind of moving back here, Phantasma notices that you're in a little back room that kind of looks like a small kitchen. Looks like this is where they prepare food and stuff for the inn. It doesn't look like they have a lot of food, and Timber would be able to tell you that she's been here for a couple days now at the Market Festival. This isn't a place where they served a lot of food or a lot of great food, but they had, you know, pub snacks. And there is another door to the I south. I can see that other door, too. Arden can. Can we? Uh, can I investigate the um, the room the, the kitchen area? Sure, yeah. Phantasma is in that room right now and Arden's standing at the door. Ichabod as well. And so I'm going like, to move. First thing, close the door. Okay. So in the back room there, it's the kitchen, as I said, and pantry. And it's in the back wall of the building. And they normally store plenty of food, but much of it's already been looted or destroyed by these hobgoblins. And like I said, there is a door to the south. Oh my god, everybody piled in. Did we want to check the... Is it a basement or an attic? Desmond walks and opens the door. So in that southern room, you see it's more of a pantry than it is a kitchen area. And you find a bunch of uh, barrels containing random goods. Uh, open up the barrels and take some of it. Sure. Uh, roll me a perception check, please. I'd, I'd like to aid. Fifteen. Eh. I'm not assisting you. Okay. With a 15, you do find that there is a keg of fresh, clean water in here. So basically, 
you can kind of take your fill from that, what you need. You can add three provision points to your spreadsheet of holding. Also, you find a dusty lockbox. And would I have to use disable device for the lockbox, or...? Nope, as you go to open it, it just opens. Fantastic. It's not locked. And Inside, you find two wands, two elixirs, and a set of juggling balls. Okay, so uh, could I do a spellcraft on the wands to see what they are? Sure, there, uh, we'll do the first wand, so roll me a spellcraft. If Do you want to get Desmond to help you, or do you want to just do it yourself? Um, Ichabod, what is your spellcraft plus? Uh, four. I have plus seven. Do you want to get help me out? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to turn the other way on this one. You're going to roll three, aren't you, Dan? Yeah, watch. Hey, I had an eight. It's going to get a 17. Eight total? Okay, so no aid. And what did Danny roll? Eight. I rolled a nat one. Eight total, okay. So, one of the wands, you don't know what it is. There is a second wand if you would like to try again. Yes, I would. Help me out with this, Ichabod. I'll aid. Nine. <laughs> 23. And I got a 20. Okay, so 20. This is a wand of prestidigitation with 31 charges. Uh, for the noob in the room, what the fuck is prestidigitation? Uh, it is a spell that a lot of people I know that use to basically do whatever the fuck you want and somehow you get away with it. But it's all fake, though. Like It looks like it's something, but it's really not. Yeah, but so... It basically creates very minor illusions. Like, when I say minor, like, they're... Once cast, it enables you to perform simple magic effects for one hour. The effects have severe limitations, though. It can slowly lift one pound of material. It can color something clean or soil items in a one-foot cube. It can chill, warm, or flavor one pound of non-living material. It cannot deal damage or the or affect concentration of spellcasters. It can create small objects, but they look crude and artificial... And the materials created by it are extremely fragile and cannot be used as tools, weapons, or components. Finally, it lacks the power to duplicate any other spell effects. I can soil something. Or clean something. Yes. So, like, a lot of people use it for, like, oh, I clean my clothes before I go in to see a noble or something. Or, oh, I I warm up his his pants when I sneak up on him. Well, you make that guy smell like he shit his pants. And then I intimidate him. You could, yeah. Sweet. I believe in 3.5 it didn't have the caveat, or we ignored the rule, that it cannot affect concentration. People used to just put the smell of, like, puke in somebody's face while they were trying to cast a spell. And then the elixirs that we found? Is that a spellcraft? You need to roll a spellcraft on those as well. Alright, for my first roll, uh, 17, 16. Do I have any assistance from Ichabod? 11. Okay, so that would be an 18. You are unsure on that elixir. Roll for the second one. 9. No. 12. You are unsure on these elixirs. I will tell you, though, that the next time you roll on these elixirs, you will get a plus 1 to it, because these elixirs are the same. Okay. Basically, you spent two times trying to study it, and I'm giving you a bonus for it. 
Thank you for rewarding our stubbornness. And there was also the set of juggling balls. You guys can fight over who wants those. Can anyone do a detect magic on those? Or Sure. I cast detect magic on that. Uh, they are magical to the point that if you can juggle with them, I don't know how to juggle, so it's magic to me. I do not juggle in real life, so that's exciting for me. I was contemplating just taking them. Alright, well, I'm, I'm done in that back room. Do we want to go in the basement before we leave? or? Sure. So I will tell you, uh, for some reason I forgot to add it on the map. I'm just going to add it here now. Boop, there's a door in front of you. That it is another like trap door leads to the basement. Those stairs in the main room go up. Let's go up. And I go upstairs. I'm right there. You can if you want. You do. So I'm just going to gloss over this really quickly. In the cellar, were you to open that door, because you probably would, you do hear people down there. It looks like people hid down there when the fighting started. Are you guys okay? Desmond shouts. And you find. Uh, one woman in there and another small child. Come with me if you want to live. You're not there. You're in the other room. No. You just stated that. Go ahead, What's up with that guy? Christopher Walken's talking to himself. <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. I'm not talking like that. <laughs> You're looking at me all wrong. I do that again. I'm going to stab in the eye with a soldering iron. <laughs> It tone. It's, it's not right. Shit. Uh, there's also, looks like, some provisions down there that looks like they've been mostly cleaned out because of the market festival. You do find worth one provision point of stuff down there that's usable. Alright. Cool. And uh, as you pull this person out from the basement, again, Timber being in town for the last couple of days would probably notice that this is... Uh, her name is Jet. She is the owner of the Taproot Inn. And actually... I can do this now because I set something up. If you all are on roll 20, that's what she looks like. Cool. Wow. Yeah, I have I have pictures now of these people you met. I don't know if you saw the others. She seems awfully happy from this, this Iron Fang invasion. That's Van Orald. He's the guy that uh, thoroughly enjoyed Ichabod rooting through his pockets. I swear to God, I thought that was her kid for a second. Like, <laughs> like that's the ugliest little girl I ever seen. <laughs> that's that's a grown oh, no. man. Uh, th- this one I honestly don't know who drew this picture and Freddie fucking. Kudos to them. <laughs> no, no, no. This next one I'm about to show you because I can't draw, so I shouldn't make fun of anyone. But I feel like something's off on this photo. So look, I know it's a kid, but she. Uh... <laughs> that's not a kid. That's actually the person. So I added these just recently. That is actually Rhina. She is the woman that was the assistant in the shrine that has been following you since the start. We we don't want to kill her, huh? No. And then this is Kidding Blondebeard, the lady from the smith. She's definitely got the Karen hair. And this is the lady who got the harpoon to the chest in the opening scene. She looks the friendliest out of the bunch. And I will post all of these pictures on our social media. Okay, so sorry for that momentary distraction. I just added these things and I want everyone to see them. So now in Roll20, if you go to your journal tab, you can reference those at any time. That's very helpful, Nate. Thank you very much. It is. I will add more as I have time. 
so as Jet's coming out of the basement, our Ichabod will just say, you got all your important stuff out of here. And she kind of takes a look around quick and she's like, it doesn't look like there's much left here. I put everything into this building. Shit happens, but... <laughs> Desmond looks at her and says, hey, you survived. That's more than what most people had. I, I was hoping to make all my money this weekend with the festival, with all the travelers in town. Oh god, what am I gonna do? Go somewhere safe. No, follow us. We're the ones that are, like, surviving. Oh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll follow you. If you don't mind, I'm just gonna look around for some of my things. Make it quick. We gotta go. Are you guys doing anything else while you're in here? I'm, like, checking Phantasma, making sure that he's not, like, hurt, hurt. He's a lot less hurt than I am, but, like, my concern is still for him first. So, yeah, you guys are around. Did Reggie want to go upstairs? Yes. I just didn't know if it was possible. In the game, all things are possible. I just moved Ichabod into the basement just so you could see the basement down there where they were, and Reggie is now on the second floor. Can I do a perception check down here? I mean, I think we've already kind of looted the basement with... Yeah, there's nothing down there. I just... Honestly, for, almost forgot that the person was down there. That would have been bad. Yeah, that would have, like... Not a plot-essential NPC that's named or anything. I'm going to need to have you just identify those plot-essential ones. <laughs> yeah, right. I would just have to make up a new NPC later and be like, Yes, this person finds you. They're important. <laughs> Trust me. You can call him Important Guy 1. Um, I'm really creative, so I come up with those names like that all the time. Can I go upstairs, Detective too? Hal <laughs> Williams. Desmond's moving upstairs. Anybody else going upstairs? While they're going upstairs, I'm going to run and grab my uh, short sword. So many doors. Ah, okay. Uh, can I do a perception check to see if I hear anything up here? There's like, there's a there's a lot of six, six doors up here. There are. So going upstairs, the root, as the tap root is affectionately called, has an upper floor which consists consists. That's a tough word sometimes of several rooms that are for rent. From the smelly but warm common room to the large private rooms for travelers with a little bit more coin. At the end of the hall stands the inn's vault, a locked closet that Jet offers visitors for their valuables, but the door has already been forced open and the chest appears to be already looted. All right, well, I'm gonna move into the first of the VIP traveler rooms. Is that the first door to the left? No, that's the large common room. I don't want to go into the smelly common. The room on the right that you just opened is just a regular room for rent. It is a bit larger than some of the other rooms, and a little nicer. Right. And so, I, I guess from here I'll just go to the vault at the end, and uh, and should I just do another... Oh my god, there's more doors. So actually that vault is that one that's to your Ooh, west. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm just going to yell out that there's there's way more doors up here. Like, there's a lot of fucking places to be up here. You guys want to come check it out too? Yeah, I was going to say, can we just methodically go through the, the rooms and just search them? You can. The two northern rooms are locked, though. Fuck. Uh, did anybody, does anybody pick locks? No, the last time I tried, I just smashed the fucking cabinet. When, so, yeah. as you called out, I'm saying the that there's keys? rooms up here. 
What keys? It's probably keys. The probably the innkeeper, the pub has keys. Yeah, Jack, Jack gave us jack shit, and like. <laughs> I mean, if she's still here, wouldn't she have the keys? Yo, Jack. <laughs> what? Where's the keys at? They they were behind the bar. Thank you. Fucking important stuff, right? But I was, was trying to gather up my personal. I'm still belongings. down here. I'll I'll look for the keys. Ichabod just stands there shaking his head at her like. Like, so like from where I am behind the bar, like will I find the keys? Perception. Yeah, right? if you take take a minute or two to look around, you know it looks like the hobgoblins really smashed up everything back there while looking, but you do find a set of keys. All right. Better question. How do I get my stinking character to go upstairs? Oh, uh, you ask me, and I drag you up there. Ah. There you go. Thanks. All right, me and Fantastic. So now everyone is upstairs except for Timber. Does Timber want to go upstairs? Those steps are too big for her. Yeah, I I had been grabbing my my short sword that I dropped, but I'm going to assume that I walk back in, don't see anyone, and figure that they must be upstairs. Yeah, so you guys head upstairs. So I, like, come up here and toss these keys to Ichabod. Ichabod, roll me a dexterity check to catch them badass-like. Please roll a one. <laughs> no offense, but I just want to see what would happen. <laughs> so I've got a plus one on the deck, so let's see how this goes. And 19? 19 total? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say you do that thing where, like, you're not even looking, and you just reach out your hand and catch them sideways as they come at you. You yeah. badass desperado like. Desmond looks at him and says, Nice. And a little hair flip. Thanks. <laughs> Does Ichabod have hair? I know it was Desmond that did the hair flip, but I was just wondering. Yeah, no, Ichabod's got hair, but it's like just kind of like thrown back. Like he's not like a fancy a person. High ponytail. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, Do you have a man bun? No, not that kind of fucking character, Nate. <laughs> it's okay if you are. No, it's not. Okay, so now you have the set of keys. What are you doing? Opening the doors. Okay, you want to open the left door first or the right door? I want to open the right door first because at least everyone else can see a little bit of that door. Because I, I, I'd like to. Can I do a perception check to see if I can hear anything inside or? Yeah, roll me a perception, please. So I got a fifteen on the perception check. It sounds like you hear whimpering. Let's see, yeah. All right, so I'll I'll oh, open no. the door. I'll use the key and. Uh, just slowly open the door, and I'll announce before I, like, actually get the door to start moving. Like, as I'm inserting the key, I'm like, if you're in here, we're, we're here to help. Don't fucking tweak out. So you open the door, and you see a man in there, and he's huddled on the bed, like, in the fetal position. He's like, please, please, don't hurt me. Take whatever you want, but please don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. All right, well, I'm not going to hurt you. Like, you got all your shit? And he kind of throws it at me like, you can have it, you can have it, oh my god. Oh, oh, don't oh. fucking watch your garbage, just get out of the, get out of the room. Get out of the way. I didn't, I didn't know we were being invaded by orcs. Not fucking orcs. But you're, 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 you're an orc. Can I roll an intimidation check to get this guy out of my fucking way? You can. At this point, I can see Arden, like, coming up behind him. And being like, what the fuck is going on? 
Okay, so I enjoy now that the orc has scared him, that the half-dragon is going to walk up to calm the situation. Oh, and big-ass black... Uh, yeah, with tentacles. Kitten. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're... 23. Yeah, your six-legged black kitten with tentacles is going to come calm this guy down. This makes great. Okay, so uh, 23, what do you say to him? Shut up and get the fuck out. Okay, so with that, he goes... Uh, 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 <laughs> I'm not... Yes! And he just... <laughs> I, I, turn, I turn to um, Arden and just say, not fucking angry, I'm just fucking getting aggravated like stop yeah and you see him kind of get up and he kind of reaches slowly as to not to be as far away from you as he can and he grabs his stuff on the ground he kind of grabs it and clutches it and he's kind of looking to get out of the room but you're standing in his way we both just like (laughs) sidestep so he can go past us yeah and phantasma like you know like kind of like brushes next to him and I, i see him like just bolting and he bolts downstairs, and he runs to the downstairs, and you can hear from the downstairs. You just hear, Jed, I'm only giving you one star review on Yelp! It's Yelp. <laughs> the Yelp board? It's the worst Airbnb I've ever stayed in! <laughs> so Desmond looks at, uh, at Ichabod like, you're not a people person, are you? What, what the fuck part of didn't... he didn't understand? I'm, I'm just said, confused. Next time, just open the door. I'll handle the talking. I think we might be a little bit intimidating. <laughs> I got, I got the key for the next door. Here, you, you, you take the door on this one. Here's the keys. All right. So I grab the keys and I, <laughs> I, 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 I insert in the lock and open the door. What do I find? Before that happens, you see the guy poke his head back up the stairs and he's like, "Excuse me, I think I might have left my scarf in." in the room. Could your fu- anyone... Your fucking mind? scarf. <laughs> ah, I, it was given to me by my mother. Me and Phantasma both turn around and just glare at him. his mommy's scarf. I'll grab the scarf and give it to him. Thank you. Dude, if you don't want to die... <laughs> I, I just want to look at him the way Samuel L. Jackson looks at him in the, the meme where he's like... Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the scarf. And and he runs back downstairs. And you hear him asking Jed for his money back. Okay, the door is now unlocked. I want want Arden to yell, not her fault, like down the steps. Uh, Yeah, so Desmond opens up the door. With a different approach to Ichabod. In there, you see another well-dressed man, but he is not huddling in the corner. He's just casually sitting on the bed with, like, his suitcase. And he's like, ah, you're here to rescue me, yes? And Desmond nods. And then he looks back at Ichabod. This is how it's done. Oh, good. You're manservant. Boy, come take this bag. Not a manservant. Grab your shit. We're here to save you. No, no, not you. The green one. Which green one? He's not a servant either. Grab your shit. I think he's talking to me. Um, Kaido. I don't think he's talking to me. I'm gonna just... Kaido, hotel is this? Take care of it, Ichabod. You got it, bro. I'm I'm walking away. Yeah, so so Desmond Desmond (laughs) walks up to him and gives him this, like, like, karate chop, like, matter-of-fact kind of... Listen, you can either grab your shit and come with us, you could stay here and not come with us, Nobody else is grabbing your shit. We're leaving. 
right now. Roll a diplomacy or intimidate, whichever you think that was more of. I would say it's more diplomacy, because if it was intimidation, I would have let Ichabon handle that. Reggie, do you grab his bag? <laughs> is, is, is Reggie the man? I throw it out the window. Just just toss the shit out the window and down the stairs. I throw weird stuff out of the window. I don't even touch the stairs. I go out of the window. Oh yeah, let me get that. And I just fucking toss it down the stairs. Please be careful with that. That's real Kavosian leather. Kavosian, shut the fuck, fuck up. your chicken strips. Roll the suitcase out the... I rolled an 18 diplomacy. So wait, did Ichabod oh. actually throw it down the stairs? An 18. Let's see how this goes. Yeah. And 18, so he kind of picks up a bag that we didn't throw. And he's just like, well, fine. If I've got to carry my own bag, then so be it. But I don't think this is proper for a noble like me to carry a bag. What's your name, friend? I could have my displacer kitten eat you. Oh, he speaks. Do you know how to read as well? No. What's your name? And he kind of looks at Desmond and be like, please tell your servant to stand down. But I am Lord Pharaoh. Getting serious Lord Farquaad vibes from this bitch. That's what I was just gonna say. Like, we supposed to know who Farquaad is? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. You obviously have not heard of no, me. No. So at this and point, Phantasma's eyeing up his, like, leather bag. Like, you know, this kind of looks like it could be edible for me, so... He best be moving, because he's starting to stalk. I am of the Corvosan pharaohs. Uh, can I... Can I like a freaking knowledge check or something? So that could be either a knowledge noble or local check, whichever you want to do. I don't have any of those knowledges. <laughs> I've got a 13. For which? Local. Okay, and what is our bard rolling? Um, I have... You have all of them. Both of those, yes. Um, so, knowledge... Knowledge local, I have a plus six, so I'm gonna go with that okay. one. Okay, so you know that in the city of Corvosa, he's most likely Chelish, which means that they once ruled a lot of stuff, and Pharaoh, you're not exactly sure, but you have heard that name before. It is a name of some import in that part of the world, and you're not exactly sure, but... He's definitely a wealthy businessman of sorts. Uh, outside of the game, just something that I'm thinking is kind of funny. Uh, as he's busting Ichabod's chops about not being very bright and or educated, and I've got zero knowledges loaded up, and so that's kind of funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Well, in case you haven't noticed, guy, there's all sorts of stuff blowing up. I suggest you get going. Oh, please, lead the way. Uh, do we have to take him? I'm just going to move to the side and show him where the stairs are. He said, right where your bags went. Sounds good. Thank you. And he gives you a silver piece. Sweet. It, Ichabod happily just pops it in his pocket. Don't spend it all in one place. What are you guys doing now? I'm going to the vault at the end. Okay. Should we shake down the rooms as we're going through, or is it the vault that's more important? So there's nothing in the vault. As I said, it was opened already and looks like it's already been looted. You can take a perception check to look at it if you'd yeah, like. Yeah, I, I might as well. I'll roll on myself one. I rolled a 22. Yeah, I just rolled a 10, so... Okay, so you both kind of scouring over it. There's 
doesn't seem to be any sort of hidden compartments or anything. Doesn't seem to be anything like you missed in there. Cool, cool. Yeah. After that, um, I'm a little bit leery to open any more doors if there's any more idiots in here. Well, you've opened all the doors up here. So just uh, briefly going through the rooms, do we find anything of use? No, going through, it doesn't look like... It looks like a lot of these rooms were vacant. It looks like they were getting ready for people to stay in them tonight. Even though it is kind of dusk, nobody's rented the rooms out yet for the night, even though the Market Festival is happening today, tomorrow, and the next day. But they look pretty empty. Maybe you find the mint on the pillow that says, like, thank you for staying at the Taproot Inn. And now there's, like, a war outside, so I doubt they're going to be renting the rooms tonight. Yeah, because we we've already hit how many of the buildings that we were supposed to take a look at we hit the this is the inn we hit the blacksmith and the shop and the alchemist yeah this was the last major building i mean there's other small shops in town but this is where auburn thought that either most people would flee to or that would be places of interest to look around for stuff okay Somebody grab the asshole, let's grab the lady and girl, and get the hell out of here. Sounds like and, a plan, let's go. And the whimpery fella. That's the asshole. Oh no, both of the nobles are still downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say, there's one, there's one that I don't think I should be allowed to bring, or be near, and then there's the, uh, the whimpery one, which is more afraid of me than... Honestly, you should just keep, like, eyeballing him. And every time he looks at you, he's just like... Just give him Sorry. the fucking crazy eye, but like, I can help you. <laughs> we got a problem there, Bucko. That's fine. Where are we going from here? Out of this building. Out of the town. Okay, so the next place that you were... I mean, so Auburn the Green is with you. I just don't want to throw all these tokens on the map because it bogs down people's computers with so much crap. So all of these people that you've rescued are in tow with you. Like, they moved into the building as you, like, said it was clear. I pick up my crossbow at the door... And I go grab Kelly's short sword and hand it to her. Here. Oh, she already went and grabbed it. Oh, she did? Okay. I ran and grabbed that while everyone was running upstairs. So that's why I was, like, the last one to come upstairs. So, Auburn the Green, who's now feeling a little better, but is still obviously wounded from a ballista bolt to the chest, is just like, good, I think, I think we finally have... What we need, we need to we need to get out of town. I, I don't think there's much more good we can do here. I agree. Let's go. And Jet says the back door. It it, it leads to the bridge. We can we can make our way. And Auburn's like, yes, to the bridge. We can go into the woods. I know some spots in the woods that we might be safe. All right, let's, let's go. go. Okay, so you all sneak out of the back door, and I'm gonna just hand wave at that. You kind of just. At this point, you've been looking around the town. You make sure that there's not people sitting around the corner as you walk out, not like a patrol going down the street, and you kind of sneakily stop and, you know, hand wave everyone. Okay, send two more, send two more, and you get everybody across the street and, you know, towards the bridge. That sounds about right, yeah. Love it. So as you guys now move to the bridge, if you join me on Roll20, this is what you see now. Okay, so let me read the flavor text. Colorful gobs of lichen and moss dapple the ancient basalt bridge here at the Meredith's narrowest crossing. The ravine below drops 20 feet into a raging white water and jagged exposed boulders river. To the northwest stands a ramshackle shed and a weathered but sturdy looking crane. 
20-some bloody and motionless bodies litter the ground, and above them flap banners painted with an ominous red fang shield. To the north, 300 feet past the bridge, a wall of trees and ferns marks the edge of the fangwood, and Timber would know, and some of you would know from the previous checks, that this bridge has stood here for 300 years, and when the Chelish army constructed it as part of a trade road with its Varesian colonies, a small fortress was built here, and it is where the smithy is today. Even after the Chelish abandoned the fort and the town crumbled, it was built around this river at this crossing. It became a prominent point. This little town kind of sprang up in the past couple years, you know, decades. But ever-growing, recruited by the dwarven Kinnig to repair the bridge, she's kind of stopped and reassessed and says that this was a little too much in her undertaking, that she's got to reevaluate her initial cost. And now this project has lain dormant as the town gathers money. Hence, the crane is there to fix the bridge. Now you see this bridge that once stood as a monument to Chelish engineering, and then a symbol as this town is now just in the hands of an invading army. And as you walk up to this bridge and see this shed here, you see the crane to the north there. I think you all can see the crane. And you can see part of the bridge here that leads across this rapid river to the forest, which is where you were instructed is probably your safest bet. We will pick it up next time. Julio. Huzzah! Hey, it's DJ here, but you may know me as Reggie Frostwalker, the slayer that has a frequency to almost catch on fire. We hope you enjoy this episode of Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.